Hello, welcome and welcome back. I'm Ivy the Happy Whisk. This is the Happy Whisk Podcast, episode 131. If you found me through my food videos or any of my food socials, this is not so much a food podcast, though it is under the same umbrella because I am Ivy the Happy Whisk. This podcast, though, is more about living simple, having fun, and creating more. Episode 131, let's get to it. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit more about decluttering. For those that don't know, back in 2016, I decluttered the entire trailer from one end to the other. Every single category, every single thing I owned, every single tiny thing down to a thumbtack to a guitar, everything got decluttered and I got rid of 95% of my stuff and it has been wonderful. Now, it's not perfect. There's still, like right now I'm fighting with a with a tool, tool shelf I got going on in the painting studio area. It's not always perfect. It doesn't mean that life is perfect, but it does mean living simpler, having fun, and opening up to creating more. And today's topic specifically is going to be decisions in letting go of something. So there was this this kind of rule that I learned early on or heard about over and over again was that if the item in question to get rid of costs less than $20 and you don't really use it, let it go. Now, take what you want and leave the rest. I am not a huge fan of a rule set when it comes to decluttering. Uh, That's almost kind of a lie though now that I think about it because I really do believe in going by category, not by room. I think when we go by category, it's easier to see, like I've said this before, gather all, I'm a sewer, so I have scissors. So gather all the scissors, put them on the table, and then I see that I have five scissors. I only need two, I don't need three. Get rid of the three, keep two. And it's easier to put everything in one spot as a category because the mind can fill in places like, oh, I, you know, I don't know, maybe I don't have that many, or maybe I do. But there's no question when the entire category is presented in one spot. But there's different things. So we have emotional clutter, like things that we hold on to because so-and-so gave it to us. Then we have things that are just, we have it because it's too expensive to let go. And then there's things that we have that we just don't know. We don't really use it. But I argue that we do know. I argue? I ar- what am I arguing with myself? I don't know. This is a homemade podcast, so let's just roll with it. I'm going to argue with myself, I guess. So the thing is, If we have something that, if I have something, because I'll speak for me, that I'm not quite sure about, but I really am. I really am, because I know when I go through my mugs, because I love mugs. I absolutely love mugs. I love them. I love them. I love them. So, and I love bowls. Okay, so, but when I'm holding one of my bowls, or when I go to declutter my bowls, excuse me, I knew right away which were the ones that I loved. I mean, there's no question. I mean, there's no question to pull out the ones right away. Yes, absolutely, I love this one. Then as we dig deeper, or as I dig deeper, or we, because we're doing it together, then the other things come along. Then maybe it's a bowl that I don't use but was given to me by someone, or a bowl that I don't use but was handed down to me from someone who passed. Now, the only reason I'm holding on to it is because they passed. That's not really dealing with the $20 rule, which I guess I'm going off track, but welcome to one of my podcasts. I don't care. I'm going to keep going. So let's just skip to the $20 thing, though. So let's say something. Let's say we have an item. We're not sure. I've got these plates. I'm not really sure. I don't really use them, but I do use them, but I'm not sure. I don't love them, but I don't hate them, but I'm not sure. You follow along. Does that plate or plate set cost less than $20? Can I replace it? It's, it's a matter of how quickly can I replace something if I need it? 
as I've decluttered, I have replaced stuff. I had a Pyrex bowl. It was a clear bowl. And I ended up donating almost all of them. But I had to go back and get another one because Tim started taking salads to work. This was back a time ago. So I needed something bigger. And then I needed something for homemade ice cream glass. But it had been years since I'd already gotten rid of them. But it's okay to rebuy. It's not a fail. It doesn't mean that the declutter was a failure. It just doesn't. It's just going to happen. We're going to change. We're going to grow. We're going to want new things. We're going to have new needs. I mean, he wasn't eating I wasn't making homemade ice cream then. He wasn't eating salads at work. I didn't have a need for those bowls, but I rebought them and they were under $20. It was not a big deal. So it's okay. It's it's kind of like a, it, for me, it kind of is a relaxing thing. It's like, okay, yeah, I can rebuy this if I really do need it. But here's the other side of that. Sometimes the question is, if I didn't have this item, that I'm not sure that I want to get rid of, would I rebuy it? That's interesting. So if I had this, if I didn't have this item that I have, let's say a mug, because I like mugs. If I didn't have this mug and I saw it in the store today, would I buy it? If the answer is no, donate it. Give it to someone, get rid of it. So while I'm not, I guess, a big, it's not that I'm not against rules, it's that I'm not against everyone having to follow every single rule or everything that I say or everything that someone else says. This is just my experience as someone who lives with less stuff and lives simpler. And I am a, I am a, someone who creates a lot of things. And I have a lot of space in my head and a lot of room in my heart to do that because I own less things. So then the more comes in from me from inside and then reflects out and maybe I'll do more cartoons or I'll, I'm just today I'm working, I'm developing a recipe for a new cookie and I just finished them and they're sitting right here. You can't see the plate, but they're good. <laughs> and so I have that, I have more of that in me because I have less stuff because there's less stuff to maintain and take care of. So it's not that I'm against rules. It's that I'm against every single rule being for every single person. Like there's the one in, one out. If someone said to me a while ago, I was buying something new and someone said, well, you got to get rid of something if you're going to buy that. I'm like, um, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. If I want to, I can. There, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with getting a new sweater and getting rid of an old one. Getting a new pair of sneakers, getting rid of an old one, old set. You know, that that's cool too. The, the whole point of decluttering is to take the bits and bobs that work, listen to different people, read different books about it, watch different videos, and take what sparks that kind of like, um, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That sounds like something that would work for me. Do that, you know? But the $20 one is, a, is kind of an interesting thing. And then again, like I said, would you buy it again if you didn't have it? It's not an easy thing. I do not think that decluttering is easy. I think it's simple, but simple does not mean easy. It's funny. It's kind of a weird thing there. But yeah, it's we're going through a lifetime in some cases of our own stuff, sometimes a lifetime of someone else's things, and there's emotions and there's confusion, and then there's decision fatigue, and that's another one. Decision fatigue is a real thing and never ever do I want to see someone being in the decluttering process and be so tired that they're just getting rid of things on a tear or out of frustration or just like a rampantness. That's not a place to be. That's not a point of health to be. That's not 
That's not where to be to declutter. This is a lifetime of things accumulated for various reasons that we do it. A lot of times I find it is, and I'll talk for myself, out of a fear. Like I used to have a lot of groceries, a lot of pantry items because I was afraid I was going to run out of food. And that is a podcast for another day, or actually it's a chapter that I'm working on in the book right now, so I don't want to get into it too much until I've got it all written. But there's that fear of being without it and what am I going to do? And so I would have these extra ingredients that I just didn't need all at once. And so whatever the reason for someone to hold on to something, I just don't think it's necessarily an easy thing to break down a lifetime of stuff. But there's little tips that can help, like if it's less than $20, if you can replace it with relatively easy, you know, that kind of thing. Um, If you would never buy it again, if it's just never been used, but someone gave it to you, I mean, that's okay to let go of it. That item did its job. Like I've got gifts from people that I don't use. They did their job though. They gave me a gift and that was thoughtful. That transaction has ended. Whether I keep it or not, as cold as that might sound, that doesn't diminish the fact that someone took the time to get it for me and thank you. But to hold on to it when I don't like it or I don't use it, that's just weighing myself down. And that's just getting in the way of making another awesome homemade vegan cookie recipe. You know, their their life is too short to be holding on to extra stuff that we just don't need. And I promise, as hard as it is and as difficult as it can be, it's fun. It can be a lot of fun to go through this stuff. And then that first drop off, that first carload, even if it's just one thing, but for me, it was a whole carload of stuff that down to the donation center, that first trip to the charity shop and walking out of it, I still remember how relaxing that was. It was like, I can still, it was a sunny day, it was warm out, or maybe it's just my outlook and my shoulders just relaxed and I'd let go of car load of things. That will motivate and continue and propel the whole process forward of decluttering. Trust me, it will. But we've got to start somewhere. So start somewhere small. Start with an easy category. Start with an emotional category. It doesn't matter, but start with that category and really dig into the decluttering and think of little things and watch and listen to podcasts and read. Don't, not too much. You know, you don't have to do a whole lot because I do believe that we instinctually know underneath us why we're holding on to stuff and what we can really get rid of and what we love and what we don't. So hopefully this has helped. This has been episode 131. In my last episode, it was 130. And you know what? I'm drawing a blank on what it was. I know what 129 was saying no. I don't know. But go back. Listen to some of my podcasts. There's a lot in here, especially if you are someone who is a creative person who wants to get stuff done and has all these passions and things but is held back by having to move piles here to there to there then this pad podcast my library might be for you so i hope you find it useful i'm ivy i am the happy whisk this is episode 131 and i am out